What is happening, Try Not to Laugh Holes? This is the Try Not to Laugh podcast. I am Brandon, and with me, until I can fully understand the meaning of Don't Touch Me, is... Greetings, this is Andy. And we are just two lifelong buddies trying to navigate this crazy world through comedy. Ha <laughs> ha. So, and um, I think I have a little bit of a major problem going on. I never told you this. A little bit of a major problem? All right. That's well. My my life is a major problem. <laughs> me, me, me being me is a major problem day in and day out. But this one is a little crippling. I can't pay my bills. <laughs> Can you loan me ten grand? I've got trust issues when it comes to you. I just don't like you. But that's but I do pay back, so it's part of the equation. You don't have to like me. You All just, right, but it's going to be at a forty percent uh, interest rate. Oh shoot. All right, I'll take it. At this point, <laughs> you're the only person that's going to loan me any Monday. Well, what happened was Cyber Monday went absolutely haywire, and my wife doesn't think that that finances exist. It's like to her, it's like a fantasy. Where does the money come from? She doesn't know. She just keeps ordering and clicking, and and Amazon is one touch, right? So everyone is just one touch out of there, out of there, boom, 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 just ordering things that they don't even need because it's so easy. It's much like you. All it takes is one touch. Oh, it's me. It's one little flick, actually, and, and I'm all done. It's just a little. <laughs> <laughs> I've got everything sitting right here. I've got heated blankets, heated toilet seats, a sauna, a small kid's pool filled with tortilla chips. Oh, wait, this is all my stuff, and I'm blaming her. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Idiotically, it's probably me that is the problem, but I can't stop spending. And that really does beg the question, do I need all this shit? Let's talk about that. Do Does any of us need all this shit? No. When it comes down to needs and wants, do we really need like 99% of what we own? Hmm. But Andy, I, the heated toilet seat, have you ever sat down on a heated toilet seat? I have. I mean, oh. they're magnificent. I don't blame you for wanting it. But again, it's a want. It's not a need. Yes, but Andy, if you take a look at me rolled up in a heated blanket, it does look like a huge pig in a blanket, so... It does fulfill that need for laughter, and I'm heated. Oh, let's set up a toilet cam. Oh, God. Would you actually want to see me on a toilet cam? <laughs> Just <laughs> dropping all those dropping all those bombs, those, those meatballs into oh. that toilet? Oh, God. It's like Hiroshima. Oh. <laughs> Boom! They should have done that back in the 50s. Just said, we're going to bring Brandon over there. Oh, no. No, we give up. We give up. <laughs> How do you think consumerism has changed over the years? That's what I want to know. Because in this country, it has changed dramatically. People went from, I would say, needing things to now wanting things. And that's what I think has been the big sea change in our life. Is that correct? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's been such a cultural shift where everything went from, you know, the things we really need, you know, food, shelter. And now it's just become all the things we want, whether it's because it just seems cool and we want it or because we want to show it off to other people. You know, it's kind of like a status thing. So, I mean, consumerism has grown so much and changed so much just because of, uh, you know, the way the TV's evolved and the Internet's evolved. So it's TV's went from... Uh what is it, 18 inches where everyone went in front of the TV in the living room to like every kid is a 65 inch with a Game Pro seat, you know? <laughs> and they don't they don't leave the room. I'll show you 18 inches around. Well, minus 16 <laughs> as a figure. <laughs> but, but I will, but, and going back to that, I need a sauna, don't I? And I mean, the, this fat isn't going to go away. I, I'm in hopes that I'm going to, pull a Martin Lawrence and I'm going to get my bicycle into the sauna and I'm going to drip the fat away. Did you ever hear about that story? No. What, what did he do? Oh, so Martin Lawrence for a role in a movie actually took a like stationary bike into a sauna and he worked out for hours. He, I think the story goes that he actually passed out. That's an awesome idea. 
I want one of those rowing machines in a sauna. What other machines could we put in a sauna? I don't know. That's a whole different... Uh, what else could we do with a sauna? I That's guess a yours di- would have a vending machine? Uh, definitely, at least. <laughs> a huge <laughs> vending machine and a wok. I would have a huge wok in a sauna. <laughs> do you know that... Uh, in the past, if kids wanted something, they like whittled it back in the old day. If wives wanted something... They'd have to go beg their husbands for it, and their husbands whittled it. So, like you were saying, it went from people's like needs, where they actually needed something, to now just wanting it. And I think I know the time in New York, in uh, no, I was going to say New York City history, but all right, let's go. The the it started in New York City, and that this consumerism actually happened. Would you believe that? And I actually know the year and when this shit all hit the fan. Do tell. Okay, a smarmy Great Britain, of course, is. Freaking asshole, because he thinks he knows everything from Great Britain, comes over here, and in 1825, he creates a place called Arnold Constable. Have you ever heard of this place? No. Exactly, but okay. It was on Pine Street in the city, and it was the first ever department store in our country. So this is the downfall. You want to blame it? Blame it on the British. Okay, I, I know that the, we had the Beatles. I know we had the Rolling Stones. But our crass commercialism can be gone back to Aaron Arnold. He, he is the guy that made this all possible. We, we all need scapegoats. We need someone to blame. I blame this British guy. Where do we find this Aaron Arnold? Um, well, he's way dead. He died in 1876. So seriously, that was probably the time when people went from like whittling stuff to, wait, there's a department store that we could actually go in to buy stuff. Okay. And then if you fast forward, this is the year where, holy crap, this, is, this ends it all. Where do you think the first, what year do you think the first mall was built? The first mall. Um, first mall in the United States. Where and what year? Let's go with that. Well, 1969 in Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, you were close, but not at all. <laughs> um, 1956, Edina, Minnesota. So it was like, so people think the Mall of America was uh, the first one. Okay. This was, this place was called Southdale Center Mall in 1956. So now you go from a big city to this is the first mall and now people just get to walk through and look at all different stores and that's it. We're all done. Okay. 1956 is the true end of an era where people like didn't have to buy every little thing that they needed. And they just went to this freaking mall and they walked around like, what the hell is this? This is great. It's climate controlled. We don't have to go out and freeze to death. We can come in here and buy stuff. And there you go. From there, it was gluttonous shopping and eating, folks. Down the friggin' tubers we go as a society. 1956, the beginning of the end. People just get lazier and fatter by the, by the decade. Is that correct? I just like blaming people. I blame you, Adina, Minnesota, the entire town, for saying yes to this mall. You should make a new Can rule. I... Every time somebody says Adina or Minnesota, we spit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, but not for Adina Menzel, correct? Because she is a national treasure. I refuse to do that. You said it again. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's Idina. Wait, no spitting. All right, take it back. <laughs> not, take the spit, get it off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, after the decades happen, then we all know where it has. Internet hits and see you later. You know, late 90s hits. Amazon was just a bookstore at the time. And then... I blame everything on Jeff. We're, in, we're on a first-name basis, Jeff and I. <laughs> so Jeff and I were talking, and I said to him, I said, books is not going to be your big thing, buddy. I said, this is only one part of the economy. I said, you got to think big. you got to think huge. And he's like, you know what, Brandon? You're right. What am I doing with just the books? And from there, he never offered me any shares. We never talked again. Can't believe that, Jeffrey. <laughs> but then after the then after Amazon, that's it. And now I'm telling you, and and this is my prediction, Ann. Twenty years from now, we will be the same as the movie Wally. I keep telling you this, and I'm telling you, I believe it more than I've ever had. You think so? I'm fearful. I'm frightened. I'm sitting here. I'm I'm curled up in a bowl right now. I also feel like it's kind of turning into idiocracy. Yes. Oh, my God. I could not agree with you more. My favorite part of that movie was the doctor. Remember when they go to, like, the doctor's office and it was a robot doctor? Yeah, yeah. That's how healthcare is going to go, too. People, we're already doing it now where you can go online and speak to, like, a health physician. 
Right now, you don't actually have to go to the doctor's office. Did you know that? I've done it, actually. It's really cool. Like, if I were really sick, I would I would just go visit my, my primary. But there's times where, like, I'll just have, like, uh, like, a throat thing for a few days, and I need an antibiotic. I'm not going to fucking waste my time and go sit in a room with other really sick people and catch something totally unrelated to my cold. Yeah, get away from me. So it's super convenient. Like, you just you log in. And you just video chat with like some nice Indian lady, and then they send the prescription to your pharmacy. That's it's cool. fucking great. Did you ever um, take it too far? Because that's what happened to me. I was on that conference, and she's a pretty doctor, and and she's like, "Oh, okay, you know, you've you've got a cold. I'm gonna pres- you know, I'm gonna prescribe you some amoxicillin." And I said, "What else are you gonna prescribe me?" <laughs> like I've got an injection for you. <laughs> I think I got a little too creepy because she said, "Okay, uh, we'll talk to you later, Mr. Corman," and she hung up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, hang on a minute, I can get my pants off. <laughs> I said, "All right, I'm done already, so no problem." But um, <laughs> what do you, is it getting too much? So, what do you think? Corporate? What do you think for corporations? I mean, obviously, I think it's never enough. What do you think? I mean, corporate greed is a very real thing. I don't think they're interested in how their actions are affecting our culture or our economy. Um, they're more concerned with their bottom line. So I think that, you know, a lot of them, they're growing to this point. It's almost like an unhealthy, unnatural point for a corporation to get that big. Hmm. That's kind of the beauty part about where we live. There, there shouldn't be a limitation, but at the same time, they're allowed so many, so many liberties and just, they get away with so much shit as far as like taxes and stuff like that. They just, they think they can get away with anything. But I like the idea that any company can grow to any size possible. That's you the know, greatest like part cool of this that country. Amazon's as big mm-hmm. as it is. I like that Amazon exists and it's in an American company. Yeah, just pay, just pay, uh, just pay a little more. Yeah, pay your taxes. fucking taxes, okay. Amazon. Do you know that I paid more taxes than Amazon this year? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at. I'm like, I'm going to pay more in taxes this year than Amazon. There's something wrong when when me is paying more than them. I'm like, I'm scratching my head. I, I don't know. This doesn't feel right. I think if I had to answer this question, if it's getting way too much for the available space in my house. For my wallet and my overall sense of worth and well-being, I think, yes, it's way too much. I'm just trying to – just throwing that out there. I mean, for a company that literally makes $11.5 million per hour, which is $191,000 a minute. Oh, God. Yeah, I think they could do a little better than $0. They should pay taxes for a lot of us, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, even even if they got a corporate tax rate – like a lower rate, like uh, same, same 15% that you do when you sell uh, stock. I mean, come on, of that company, if we can get 15% out of them. I, I can understand, like, if they get a tax break by they opening. They should definitely get tax breaks. Open a fulfillment oh. center in some town in Bumblefuck, Iowa, where there's no jobs. And then oh, get yeah. a tax break for that. That's cool. Do that. But don't, don't fucking, don't open up a, a thing in, you know, New York City and then pay zero tax. They didn't. They were going to well, go to they Brooklyn. they didn't. I know. Well, uh, Long Island City. Yep. Those freaking... Those... <laughs> forget I'm not going to go. <laughs> those. You know what? I love commercialism, okay? I love it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm taking the exact opposite stance. I think that I would have loved if I was older in the 80s, like the big flashy 80s. And I would have been one of those like high-powered stockbrokers giving faulty stock tips. I would, I, I, <laughs> can you imagine like I would have had the shades and like the, I would have had like three collars and I would have been like, yeah, definitely buy Sentinel Security. And then they're out of business in like a week. I could see that. I could see you driving around in a convertible, talking on your massive cell phone with a ring on yes. every finger. Yes. And I would have told people to hold on. I would have stuck my finger up in the air, hold on. Like I'm always busy. So I didn't want to actually talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> just, they would, I think they would have called me the hog of Wall Street, you know? <laughs> they would have made a movie about me, but instead of the excess of like hookers and booze, it would have just all been buffets. <laughs> right, instead of yeah, snorting we, coke out of a prostitute's butthole, like it's just powdered sugar and you're just like... Mm, eating mm. ham off of a stripper's tits. <laughs> like, <laughs> do, you, do you think that the impact of the economy of all this though. Because the reality is I think this country runs on personal consumption to keep the economy going. I mean, if you take a look at reports, that's a lot of what drives our economy is personal consumption. And that's a little scary. Sure. I mean, we we should be making goods. We should be manufacturing goods. We should be exporting goods. We shouldn't just be personally consuming shit. Correct, but we're at the point of no return. We've built it up to that point. Like you said, like in the 80s, we went hard. But like, where do you go from here? It's not like you can just revert back to uh, trading goods. That's it. From from this point on, basically just kill or be killed when you're in business. 
No way. Do you know, listen, 70% of our economy is on personal consumption as part of an economic output. 70%. You're telling me you can't, you can't take taxes and give breaks to people that are going to actually create, let's say, manufacturing jobs? Say, listen, that's the focus of the economy right now. We need to take personal consumption down. We need to actually make our own goods. We're going to take big tax breaks and give it to people that that manufacture goods back here. Let me tell you something, and if you get enough people to create the chairs that I sit on, because I'm breaking a chair a month, that's big business for somebody. The plates that I use to eat. How's all your consumption going to affect the environment when they're cutting down an entire forest of trees just to make enough toilet paper to last you about a week? <laughs> that's true. Costco can't even keep it in stock for me. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. How do you think it affects your family? Um, I mean, everybody's different. Look, everybody's finances are different. Obviously, if we didn't buy most of the shit that we own and we just kept it to a bare minimum, you know, there would be more money. But then again, what do you do with more money? Every time you get something, I mean, not everybody's a, you know, a big saver. So then what the fuck do you do? Like, let's say you save, uh, you know, if an average person saves up like eight to 10 grand a year. What do you do with that money? You're going to go on vacation. You're going to fucking save in, you know, buy some shit, use it on like Christmas presents around the holidays. Mm. I was just thinking about a cruise for 10 grand. I go on a cruise. Yeah. Disney cruise. Any cruise. Just speaking of which, are they going to incorporate the Simpsons on the Disney cruise now that they own them? Oh, great question. You have Bart running around. Homer runs after him. The skateboarding down. You have the baby on the floor crawling. You have Marge with her huge hair. I don't know. There's a lot going on over there. Listen, it's in my estimate right now that I am replacing love with the best that money can buy. That's how I'm dealing with it. So instead of being a good parent, I'm throwing money at it. I'll tell you right now, if I could buy a robot that would handle the hard stuff of parenting, I would. That's where I'd spend the money right now. So could you imagine like baby needs a diaper? I'm like, droid, go do it. I will change the diaper. Um, the kids are screaming. They're crying. Droid, could you deal with this? What is the problem, kids? Let's work it out. And then, like, I swoop in for the fun stuff and easy stuff. So I end up becoming, like, the fun uncle. They don't even know that I'm their dad. (laughs) I'm the crazy fun uncle. What do you guys want? Right? And they're like, oh, Uncle Brandon, I wish our dad was still here. And I'm like, I wish so, too, kids. You guys want to go to Chuck E. Cheese? (laughs) droid drive the kids to Chuck E. Cheese I'll meet you there (laughs) funny enough I think that that's what people are doing a lot of times because both parents have to work so I think they are replacing love with the the toys I think the toys and that's part of the consumerism is I think that's happening heck people buy Disney Plus because that could be a virtual babysitter right there go sit and watch another Disney right exactly take 20 minutes so I can go outside and, you know, have a smoke and make a phone call and do whatever. Well, you know what? And speaking about present buying, um, I actually bought your dad, mom, and wife a present. You also bought my dad, mom, and wife a present. And in fact, we are going to play a game on the show. We've never played a game on the show, I don't think. And this is where we take an item that the other person has ordered for their prospective parents and wives we have 15 seconds to rapid fire ask questions and either to get it right or wrong. And I'm either going to call this game rapid response or somebody gift me. What do you think? Which, which one do you like? Rapid response or somebody gift me? The first one, rapid response. Okay. So this game is called rapid response. Everyone out there, I hope you get the the nuts and bolts of this game. Um, Andy, you're going to go first. You are going to ask me questions first about your dad's present. Okay. Remember, you've got, you've got 15 seconds. Yeah, 15 right, seconds. So gonna, okay. well, I'm starting the clock. Starting the, start the clock. You've got right. to self-guide yourself. You're, you're, you're used to self-guiding yourself. So. <laughs> you're just going <laughs> to listen to me masturbate for 15 seconds? No, I don't. I want to play the game. It's fun. I spent time on this. I came. I lost. Okay. <laughs> all right we ready ready wait so i'm asking you questions right you're asking me questions 15 seconds and i say yes no yes no and then you try and guess all right you tell me when to go all right one two three go is it round no is it flat yeah kind of is it edible no is it white kind of can i fit inside of it no does it wear a hat 
No. Does it smell good? I never smelled it. Can I tear it? Yes. Does it lead me somewhere? No. All right, we're beyond 15 seconds. Okay. All right. Wah, wah. All right, the answer is in. I bought your dad a men's health magazine. I figured he could use it. Oh. <laughs> oh. We went with instead of your mom jokes, your dad jokes. Oh. <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to ask 15 seconds about what you bought my dad. Just so the audience knows, these are gifts that we are required to give to uh, our mom, dad, or wife, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these are things that, I mean, I've already sent out this stuff. Oh, it's, it's on. Pretty- yours is on its way? Right, mine good, was so Amazon. Mine. Wait, mine was one click Amazon. Oh shit, we're back there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so we're going with dad first. Dad first. All right. Okay. I've got 15 seconds to ask. You've got 15 seconds and go. Okay, does he like this? Yes. Will he be embarrassed by it? Definitely. Will it cause us to cease as an operation here? <laughs> no. Is it inanimate? Yes. Would I want to lick it? Definitely. Would I want to eat it? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go with my final answer. Okay. Uh, Big-ass chocolate-covered Santa. Close. It's actually a Peapod delivery of 12 packages of organic cucumbers and six jars of Vaseline. (laughs) That makes no (laughs) sense whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good gift. The man doesn't eat cucumbers, and what is he going to do with Vaseline? <laughs> what do you think you do with a cucumber and Vaseline? Or better yet, know. what do you think the delivery driver is going to think when he drops it off at his house? Well, that's the funny part. Cucumbers and Vaseline? He's going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good one. All right, now we go on to mom. Okay. All right, so now you 15 seconds are on the board. You've got to figure out what I got her. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Why are you so fat? Oh, shit. That's a question that's going to take way more than 15 seconds. <laughs> that's totally off topic. <laughs> oh, you would need me to answer that? <laughs> it is a question. It's going to take up about 20 more minutes of the show. And my 15 uh, seconds is up. <laughs> <laughs> Very thought-provoking. Thanks for nothing. God damn it. I tried. I tried to put together this... this <laughs> All goes to shit. <laughs> All right, and the 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 answer to what I got your mom is the Kama Sutra. <laughs> the Kama Sutra. <laughs> nice. Is that odd? <laughs> what? A little bit, but you know what? She'll enjoy it. All right. I listen. I. <laughs> All right. Now I got fifteen seconds. All, All right. right. You, you did. Ready? You did do something very different, though. I do like your style of of how you went with that. Yeah, I figured it's a valid question. Oh, yeah, of course. We're just never going to get the answer in time. Um, <laughs> All right, we ready? Okay. Yes. Resetting the clock and go. Okay, is she too old for this? No. Is she not cool enough for this? No. Will this trigger any number of psychotic behaviors? Yes. Oh. Um, is it in a pill form? No. Is it an edible? No. Do you smoke it? Nope. Um, do and you wipe it? I guess you could wipe with it. (laughs) And time's up. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to guess a Washington Post newspaper. Close. It's a $30 gift card to Adam and Eve. (laughs) Same thing. I went Kama Sutra. You went Adam and Eve. (laughs) What do we both think about each other's moms? For God's sakes, man. (laughs) Bunch of sluts. (laughs) (laughs) They made us. I guess so. What are you going to do? Okay. So now, this is our last one. Now we go to the wives. This is the big one. This is a big deal. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right, you want to start the clock? Go. Is it green? No. Red? No. Is it something you wear? No. Is it something you eat? No. Is it something you listen to? You would listen to it in theory. Maybe. Uh, is it something that you can sit inside and drive? No. I don't have that kind of money to buy. Neither do I. Time's up. <laughs> All right. This one, this one's a good one. And it cost me a shitload of money. It's from China, actually. Um, it is a fuck bot with my face on it. Okay. <laughs> and 
it will actually has one command and all it says is don't worry andy doesn't mind and that's the only thing it says is it in your voice or is it in your al pacino voice andy doesn't mind at all (laughs) chicken parm (laughs) uh you know what i i i think it's going to be my voice to make it extra creepy don't worry andy doesn't mind fuck pop my face on it what do you think nice can you send me one too I don't think she's going to want to share. (laughs) Wait, fuck bot with my face on it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's your bot, so it's got a vagina. ah. Okay, so I got to now guess what you got for my wife. All right. Okay. This is a tough one. I'll warn you. It's not obvious like the other two. Okay. One, two, three. Okay. Do I give a shit? No, I mean that's the only question I've got. Do I do I care? Do I really? Do I give a shit? Maybe. Uh, Follow up question: Are you are you sure? Um, you might give a shit. It might affect you if you guys share a bathroom. Hint, hint. Hmm. Time's up. No, <laughs> I was in deep thought. Did you hear my humming? <laughs> All right. All right. Not a clue. Not a clue. It is a shower curtain with a picture of Jeff Goldblum's face on it. <laughs> well, that was this week's first ever rapid response. <laughs> but um, that was great. That was great. I had fun playing that. And talking about all this buying got me thinking about the commercials that used to make me want to buy stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I yeah. really loved a lot of those commercials, those old commercials. Do you remember the fall and I can't get up lady? <laughs> I love the fall and I can't get up lady. Oh, I still say it. I've I fallen and I can't get up. And I, I don't, I used to laugh. And was that, is that wrong of me to laugh during every one of those commercials? No. Should I have been more sympathetic to her, to her plight? No, come on. It's not okay. a, uh, it's not a commercial to like save stray dogs. Like this is just like some old lady pretending to be on the floor. Like it's, it's a commercial. So you already know it's not real. So like it takes all the the sensitivity out of it. Well, you know, as a kid, I actually didn't know whether it was real or not. Sometimes I'd, I'd get up and go, we got to help this lady. And I would call 911. <laughs> Where is and she? I'd say, I have no clue where this lady lives, but we got to help her. <laughs> I would love to hear that phone call. 911. Um, we, we just gotta save this lady. She's on the TV. We gotta hurry up. Sir, what's your emergency? Where is this lady? There's a lady. She's fallen. She cannot physically get up. This is a problem. Sir, where are you? Um, I'm in, uh, Fatasota. We're nowhere near Fatasota. Oh, shoot. Am I just a fat idiot watching TV? You're just a fat idiot. Stop calling us, kid. You just called us about the Crossfire commercial. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Dumb fat ass. These two kids got hit by lightning. I love that fall and I can't get up. Do you remember the clapper? Oh, yeah. Where, like You had to like literally, you had to clap to turn the lights on and off. Clap on. Clap off. Clap on. Clap off. The, the clapper. clapper. Wouldn't it have been funny if you did the same commercial, but it was for a toilet bowl cleaner or like a toilet, like and you called it the crapper? Crap on. Crap off. Crap on. Crap off. The crapper. <laughs> Ew, I would love that though. <laughs> <laughs> that commercial that commercial really got me going. Um, Tony the Tiger for some odd reason. That guy's great. He has such a cool voice. I saw him on a on a talk show once. I think it was like Maury. He he really talks in that voice. He's not even like straining it or anything. It's real. Oh, that's his voice? Yeah. Oh, that'd be so awesome to have Tony the Tiger voice. The whole audience lost their shit as soon as he started talking. So he talks exactly like that because now he has a new commercial. I don't know if you saw the new Tony the Tiger commercial. He's going to save schools. So human beings don't want to save schools, but this inanimate tiger wants to save a school. It's Tony great. the Tiger's going to keep guns out of schools? Uh, no, he's going to do one better. He's keeping sports in the goddamn schools. I have to say, this is one of the best turn of events for a character on TV that I've ever seen. Instead of hawking the cereal, he's like, you know what? These kids aren't, they're not playing enough sports anymore. We got to get sports back in the school and they're going to raise money. Like, I, I think I think Tony Tiger should run for president. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> the first inanimate being running for president. Oh, that's interesting. I like that idea. Well, just Tony the president. He's great. And they already have the tagline. You know, like, he's great. That's kind of like Trump now. I'm great. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> how, about the, how about the Lucky Charms guy? Do you remember that? I thought, even back then, I thought that was very, like... Um, like, stereotypical? Yeah, that's it. 
That's it. Stereotypical. Like, ah, oh, you have to be lucky charms. And the next commercial is Irish Springs. The next commercial is beer. And you have like a whole block of just like Irish commercials. That would have been awesome. They should they make should Guinness flavored Lucky Charms. That's a great idea. Yeah, go to the pub, get a bowl of Lucky Charms. <laughs> oh, that would have been so great. A slurring his words, magically, and then falls over. <laughs> the other commercial that really stuck out of my mind is the Charmin Bear. Do you remember the Charmin Bear who just kind of like wipe his ass every commercial? You want to hear something crazy? What? Speaking of the Charmin Bear, do you remember those Snuggles commercials with the little yeah, bear? Yeah, the tiny little bear. I was on a flight home from Vegas once and I met this woman sitting next to me. And yeah. we, you know, we just started bullshitting and she started telling me how she was there doing... Uh, doing like some kind of corporate event and that she does like singing and voiceover work so i'm like well what kind of voiceover work do you do and she's like well have you ever been to penn station so she goes in the exact voice please stand clear of the platform when the door is open oh yeah they he, well there was a guy who used to go please stand clear of the closing doors yeah but there's a woman's just voice like that. and it's actually her voice so i'm like that's fucking crazy i'm like you do that kind of work and she's like yeah actually probably my biggest project that i ever did was uh the snuggles commercial and I'm like, what'd you do for Snuggles? She goes, I'm the bear. No way. You met the Snuggle Bear? I met the fucking Snuggle Bear. You know what you should have said to her? You should have said to her, I always wanted to snuggle with that bear. Do you think that you can make my dream come true and then kind of act a little like, can you make my dream come true? And then, because everyone feels bad for slower children. So you should have started <laughs> acting like a slow adult. <laughs> my name's and Andy. She, remember, I'm this many years old. <laughs> and then you could, maybe you would have snuggled up against her. Or can I snuggle with you? Is that wrong? Because I would have asked. I that. wouldn't put that past you. 100%. I would have been like, Anything else you need to snuggle <laughs> with that exact like intonation? Snuggle. <laughs> Do you remember the uh, My Buddy commercial? Of course. My Buddy and Me. And then they came out with Kid Sister. That's right. They didn't even change the song for that. They're just like, My Buddy, Kid Sister. Oh, yeah. They're like, we're not. We're not getting a team of experts in for this. We're like, Because it's not even like My Buddy had a cock and balls. So they're just like, all right, let's just change the outfit and sell it as a girl. Andy, literally, that's all they did. They they made long hair and changed the outfit. And they're like, we're keeping the same shit. Like, this is economies of scale at its best. They're not, you know. Androgynous little fucking thing. <laughs> little did they know having a kid sister is, like, horrendous. And they just go into all of your shit. And then they wreck your lives later on. But, eh, right, you know, right. kid, kid sister, kid sister. Wherever I go, she goes, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, my buddy, he just fucks shit up in the house. Kid sister, she'll fuck with your head. You know, we were talking about the older commercials. But what about all the new stuff like everything's got to be quick now so did you ever see a digital video of nationwide did you ever see that by any chance yeah like uh like on youtube and stuff like that yeah five seconds the ads five seconds and they're literally like hey we're nationwide we sell insurance just like us and buy it and then they're done i mean is so now people used to fall in love with iconic things like pillsbury doughboy and and all the stuff that we talked about and now people just want a quick message. There's so much out there that all the video has to be more informative instead of fun. It just has to inform you really quick and action to buy. Nobody cares about if it's going to be fun anymore or memorable. No, it's getting shorter and shorter. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they if I saw like a commercial for Burger King and it's just a picture of the Whopper and they're just like, put it in your fucking mouth. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they can tighten up the verbiage there <laughs> to, to get to a more vast audience. But but yeah, I, I think I think literally they're like, this shit's good. <laughs> oh, wait, I did the same thing you did. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't change it at all. You know what? Our agency is going to be big because we're going to be different, Andy, okay? Big ass marketing agency. Well, this is our second gig. <laughs> Do you... Um, so, digital and video... It's got to be informative rather than fun. You've got now the t commercials are atypical, they're not typical anymore. And now you've got social media and influencers. And that's the big difference. It's less about TV because everybody streams. So there's going to be a lot less commercials around in, in several years. So now it's all about social media and social influencers. So now we've got to pay vapid, self-important vampirinas just to sit in and tout something as good because people don't believe anybody anymore. Isn't that crazy? The way that they reach these influencers and have them sell shit to us just by using it on like YouTube. I mean, there's people like fucking uh, Zoe Sugg who does uh, makeup tutorials. This fucking girl's 27 years old, has like 11 million subscribers, and I'm not even shitting you. 
I read that this girl makes 82 grand a month. Oh my God. Bigger question is, why are you watching a makeup tutorial for a 27-year-old girl? Why am I watching a 27-year-old girl on the internet? I don't know. Why, Brandon? Oh, yeah. Putting on lipstick. Okay, forget <laughs> it. Totally. totally get it. If that's your thing, yeah, no problem. You're absolutely right. Where um, now influencers, they have digital, how do I put this, dashboards where you can kind of connect with influencers and then you can kind of how much money do you want to spend on this and stuff like that so it's funny because influencers are just the new commercials they're getting paid just the same it's it's just literally a person telling you that they like this but i mean i guess is it semi-organic i guess because they're talking about it rather than trying to sell it to you so i don't know is that better it's just an even longer commercial nationwide's five seconds this girl's videos are like 40 minutes right so you'd rather nationwide five seconds we're insurance but but everyone knows Nationwide. That's the difference. What about for a brand that nobody knows yet? Everyone knows Nationwide. It's not not a secret. They sell insurance. Gotcha. So you could and, and insurance isn't even that fun to talk about. So you can't you can't make insurance like fun. I mean, I can make insurance right? fun. How the hell are you gonna make insurance fun? I'm gonna show a 30 minute video of really crazy car accidents. And then at the end, just have a link to buy my insurance. Well, all right. That is fun. Like people driving into cars, people driving into other people. What about people driving through fast food drive throughs Is that anything? I guess, yeah. It could be a good health insurance commercial for you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You Do you look like this? Answer. Call Empire. Now talking about that, if, if we're going to go down this road and all these commercials are going to now shift over to social media influencers... Why not we just talk about a product and how we can get it out there? Because I think we can do just as good. All right, John Goodman, let's do it. Okay. So this is a combination back scratcher, ass scratcher, and can bottle opener. So picture this. It looks like an uppercase E. And here's how I'm going to set this up. I'm going to do a quick digital video. And it's going to be like, have you ever been on a boat? Have you ever wanted to scratch your ass and your back at the same time? Here's the elation that you've been looking for with the new Scratch E. You can scratch anywhere, anytime, and be able to open a bottle of beer or wine while you ponder your life and all the mishaps and misgivings you've been going through. Is it like just a long scratcher with like a scratcher on both ends? Is it telescopic? So depending on where you want to scratch, like you could scratch two tits at the same time, or you can scratch your feet and the top of your head at the same time. Well, yeah, picture a big staff that looks like an E. So it really looks like an uppercase E. So you're scratching all different places at the same time. And one of one of the areas has a bottle opener. Is this weird to put back scratching and can opener together? I don't know. I'm all about maximum satisfaction. Maybe have like yeah. little compartments for like Q-tips and stuff in it. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Maybe we can make it hollow tip. Pretty cool. I would try it out. And do you have anything? I'd like to be an influencer. I'm going to make yoga sure. videos. What? And I'm going to promote my own line of yoga pants for men. <laughs> Uh, yeah, tight ones. I want to show off my junk. Uh, I'm going to call these doomies. <laughs> doomies? <laughs> and it's just yoga pants for, uh, you know, for chubby men. So, um, you know, so, so okay. they kind of, they mask the cellulite. They make you look good. They make your junk right. look good. You can even get okay. it with extra padding. It's almost like shoulder pads, but in, in front of your cock. Okay. All right. And then I just so, do workouts. I do workouts. The camera is directed right at my junk. And, uh, and that's it, you know, in, in hopes of uh, attracting more and more viewers and selling a couple million of these things. All right. So, all right. I think your financial projections are just wildly off that you think you're selling millions of these. All right. Let me, let me lay this out for you. Let's see if maybe you're on the same, in the same stratosphere that I'm in. Okay. So you want to take the best invention in my mind in the, of the 21st century yoga pants right now. And you want to market this to the people that literally nobody wants to see them in? And you and you think this is a good idea? Well, speak for yourself. Who wouldn't want to see that? Who wouldn't um, want to see me with, in a tight yeah. pair of yoga pants? I'm going to go with 99% of the population has no interest in this. I'm wearing them right now if you want to FaceTime me. No, I don't. Well, actually, maybe I do. I do kind of want to see. I got my prototype like. on. You wouldn't even know it. You'd think you were looking at a sexy 20-year-old. Okay, so your whole thing is you want to make the junk look big? So is this for, like, aging rock stars? I'm just trying to understand the market that you're trying to... It's for anybody. Anybody hit, that hit wants to. to look good in a tight pair of pants. 
skinny skinny jeans are a big thing now for men so why stop there put on some fucking yoga pants show off that cock right and if you've got a small cock then you can get the extra padding okay so this is really to show off junk is what i'm trying to say this is really to to heighten that. Well, look, I'm not trying show. to. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to promote this to to men that do yoga. What kind of man goes to yoga? Come on. Okay, so I do like. I love the name. I think Doomy is a great name. It it rolls off of the tongue. And is that D O O M E? Is that the name of the company? Um, I mean, I had it typed out as D O dash M E, but oh, okay. So you get right to the point. All right, so that's even. The name's pretty good. It's intriguing. It's probably just the whole product and premise that gets me a little off on on it. They come in different colors. You know? They could have pictures of bowls of spaghetti on them. But bananas. Yoga aren't eating bowls of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, well, people that are into yoga aren't buying my fucking yoga pants either. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's so true. All right, I think we need to do a little more research. You see, you see what I did there? <laughs> do more work. I think we need to do more and not talking about this one again. <laughs> All right, I got I got one more. Okay. So, listen have have you ever been outside cooking, and when you're done, there's a mess. But you also need to clean your barbecue, right? You've been outside cooking, but also your balls also itch concurrently with all that's going on. So I'm trying to take over the the itching market for some reason. I don't know why through all my my research I care about itching so bad. So I am yeah, going you... to introduce a product that is going to kill two ball two birds with one ball. Introducing the barbecue. It's the two favorite things guys like to do: eat and clean up their their barbecue and scratch their balls. Hmm. What do you think? The barbecue. The barbecue. I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm going to do a Facebook uh, uh, boost. And I'm going to have a video that's going to show guys cleaning up. And then on the other side, it's got uh, on the bottom, you can scratch your balls while you're while you're you're cleaning this barbecue. So it goes back and forth, too. So it concurrently cleans the barbecue and you get the ball scratch. What do you think about that? Barbecue. Does it matter which end you use? I'm going to assume that you do not want to use the end that has all the metal tips on it to clean your barbecue. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to go with the fact there's a right way and a wrong way and you'll find out really quick. <laughs> Think of how good that would feel though. Maybe not on your yeah. balls, but I've used one of those on my back and it was fucking outstanding. Right. But you have to be a little how do I put this? A little more caressing and caring with the ball side than you do the barbecue side. Do you know what I'm saying? little fluffier on the bottom maybe have like an optional little thing to lather your balls that wouldn't be a bad idea but then you got to start putting well you could do that actually have little accessories sell them separately items sold separately. or you could just fill inside you can fill it with the liquid and then it just kind of comes out as it scratches that's not a bad idea either and all right i think you're making this better i think we i think we've got something here with the barbecue we can build on this yeah we can build on it you have another one I do. This one's called the Blowflex. Yeah, so we've all blow heard flex. of the Bowflex. Okay. This is the Blowflex. It's a workout machine okay. where you sit down, work out your arms, your chest, your back, get in shape, okay. and there's a seat attached to the front of it so you get blown while you work out. Oh, that's a. I love that idea. So it's called the Blowflex. Now, it, it, is this made? Is this concept? She sits right in front of you. Is that the deal? Correct. Okay. I mean, I, I can wrap my head around this product all day. Now, is this an infomercial that you're trying to just show how it happens? Or? Yeah, I was I was picturing kind of like an at scene on TV sort of uh, thing. <laughs> and the girl just goes, wah, wah, wah. You're like, as you can see here, I can picture it now. I would, uh, can I, can I work for free on this? Because I would be willing to lend myself to doing this. I would just love to be Oh, you want to suck my dick while I work out? No, I want to be the host of the goddamn thing. If you want, you can get blown by another girl. I don't care, but I want to host this thing. Wow. Lastly, what we'd like to do is we are going to have our, our last segment. It's called The Hangout. And for with us, someone that is near and dear to my cock, <laughs> we've got for a second week in a row, bitch-ass milk. 
Milk, what's happening? How you once fat bitches doing? He's coming in strong. Well, Milk, thank you for coming back uh, with us for a second week. And My for all pleasure. of you who, ha who has never known Milk, uh, Milk has been a friend for us for, I don't know, 20 plus years. He's not my friend. <laughs> I don't, he's definitely not my friend. <laughs> I thought we were just acquaintances. We've been talking about commercialism in this country and kind of how it hasn't gone nuts. And people, are they buying way too much? And what's your thoughts, man? Are, are, have, do you buy just tons of shit? I mean, what, what's going on here? Well, I, well, obviously, I buy tons of shit online. You know, my background is online marketing. You know, I'm building these pages for people. I'm building sites for people. We're just selling crazy shit online. If you know about like an offer funnel, you know, it's like a, it starts with like a low barrier to entry. Hey, come in and buy this little item. And then we upsell the shit out of you and cross sell you. And you just end up buying so much crap. Gotcha. I, I was under the impression the only funnels you knew was cake. But um, I am glad that you have opened up your repertoire. So the question now to you is, You've done a lot of online marketing. They always say don't get high in your own supply. Do you buy a lot of stuff that you market? I, you know, I, I don't actually. Um, I find myself buying more like sex toys and stuff like that. <laughs> I can <laughs> like definitely see that. <laughs> like massages on Groupon. Really, uh... <laughs> you know what I find crazy though is that like, you know, you can really be like targeted. Like, you know, we can target you like just by like what you search for like, in Google. Like, you'll see an ad on Facebook, like, hey, Andy, so have that tickle in your anus? <laughs> Buy this cream. <laughs> like, hey, Brandon, you know, you tired of throwing up after going to the buffet? Don't worry, you won't get diabetes with this pill. Like, oh, that's great. You know. That is, I got to tell you, that is highly targeted very, and very accurate. So if you can make that happen. Um, I think the only ads that I get is usually Pepto-Bismol, Charms, and a blow-up doll. So they know everything about me. So you are what absolutely right on. <laughs> it's, it's what I've been searching for. They just know me so well. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you care whether you impact the economy personally? You know what? The truth is I actually, I do care, but it doesn't stop me from taking on like jobs and freelance jobs. He's like basically that. everything that we talked about today as far as consumerism, targeting people, selling people stuff that they don't really need. That's all milk. I'm definitely part of the problem. I, you know, like I said, we use something <laughs> called low barrier to entry. Oh, try this for $5. Next thing you know, it's like, oh, why did you double it for $10? Oh, hold on a second. You know, you need batteries. And now you, it's an extra $3. And oh, get free shipping. And then it, you just went online to get a pocket pussy. And now you have <laughs> and now you have a shopping cart filled with crap. So that's the only thing you buy. It's you, you buy just sex toys, but you sell everything else to other people. Is that pretty much what you're about? If you're talking about me, I just buy sex toys and like Ninja Turtles. That's really my, that's my thing. <laughs> don't you care about anything from the way you dress and how you act? I just don't get a sense that you care about much. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you've reached like your high point in life when you don't give a shit about anything. That is true, though. That's when you become the most dangerous when you don't give a shit. That is true. You know, we talked about digital, but did you like any old school commercials? And to me, my guess for you would either be Boston Market or anything cheese related. You know, I mean, going back to like, you know, when I was a child in the 80s and 90s, you know, you had like my buddy, my oh, buddy, my buddy. Yep. We just kid, talked about it. Kid Sister. You spoke about that too? Yeah. We talked about and that. What, the the so, Kid Sister song was exactly the same as the My Buddy song. You know who was a genius? The Micro Machines guy. He spoke so yeah. He spoke so fast in like a one 30 second commercial. Like he like promoted like a hundred different cars, airplanes, micro machines, get it everywhere, put it in your car, put it in your backpack. You know, the commercial would end after 30 seconds, and like I wanted to buy like a hundred different micro machines. That do you was think my... we? Do you think we can make commercials exactly the same nowadays? Like because people don't want to listen to anybody, so maybe that's the key. We take a lesson from the people of the past. Micro machine guy could be our model now, and we just do it in like five, ten seconds to sell anything. You want this? Really want this? Wipe your ass with it. I swear you'll get it. <laughs> five for five dollars. Go and like, and like you're done, and then you're buying it. Maybe that's it. Like, maybe maybe you've you've gotten us to a point where that's what we should be doing. I'll tell you one thing. I made a website and it was uh, it was for a, an erection pill. I'm not going to say what <laughs> brand it is, but you guys know the brand. <laughs> and um, I, I have a non-disclosure, so I can't say the company name. But uh, I made one page and it was filled with content, just so much shit before and after. Is this product information? And it converted well. But then I made another page and it was just a slogan and a product shot 
and it converted even better than the page with all that information. Is there any other product that you've created that you tried to get out there? Uh, I never personally created a product for myself, but I, you know, I worked on lots of products from. Well, that's not true. All the stuff you used to whack off to, those were wicked inventions. I mean, I could. Yeah, that's, I guess, that's true. That's true. <laughs> don't you think? I mean, you could have you could have patented any of those things that you used to do. I don't even want to say. How are you going to patent masturbating with uh, mustard? Well, maybe you promote it instead of instead of talking about the masturbation. Be like, hey, you like having yellow hands for a week? <laughs> you know, <laughs> masturbate, masturbate with mustard. What the hell? Are you, are you the hamburglar? You're sitting there with your hands up and you've got you know, there, there was a, there was there was a week in high school. I don't know if you guys remember, but my hand was was yellow. I could not wash it out. I used spicy mustard or something to whack <laughs> off, and that did, that just did not come off. Like my hand was yellow. My dick was yellow. (laughs) (laughs) You were turning into a Simpsons character. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Well, listen, Milk, we always love having you on here. I want to thank you for coming on here. As usual, my name is Brandon. With me, as always, is... I'm Andy. And... It's Milk! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate, as usual... And see you later.